What's up, everybody? Welcome to Let's Discuss Our Feelings. I'm your cousin in Christ, Wantrell Levette, and this message is from June 24, 2020. June 24? Yes, June 24, 2020, you guys. I was not available to do June 24th's message, so I'm going to go ahead and do that message today. <clears throat> I was very busy. Um doing my niece's birthday party and I was extremely tired on June 24th, which caused me to delay this message. But nevertheless, this message is getting out. The devil doesn't win over here. We still honor and praise God 100% of the way, regardless if we're late or not. So the title that I have for our message today is Hold God's Hand and Trust. The message is, so long as you are conscious of God's presence with you, all is well. It is virtually impossible to stumble while walking in the light with God. <clears throat> he designed you to enjoy him above all else. You find the deepest fulfillment of your heart in him alone. Fearful, anxious thoughts melt away in the light of God's presence. When you turn away from God, you are vulnerable to the darkness that is always at work in the world. Don't be surprised by how easily you sin when you forget to cling to God's hand. In the world, dependency is seen as immaturity. But in God's kingdom, dependence on him is a prime measure of maturity. What I love this message. Um, I love the message so, so much because over this past couple days, um, the devil's been trying to jack with my family. He's been trying to... Um, provoke us one person at a time. And when I'm talking about my family, I'm talking about my small, immediate family, which is my mom and stepdad kids. Um, my stepdad <clears throat> is the father of my brothers. So I'm the only girl. My mom has five kids and I'm the oldest. I'm the only girl and I have four brothers under me. And this story uh, is very sad, but in reality, this is the truth. Me and my brothers never grew up together. We never stayed in the same household together. We've always been separated. So at first it was me and my brother right underneath me, who his name is Robert. Um, so it was me and Robert first. And then um, through that time when me and Robert was growing up, my mom ended up uh, getting us taken away with CPS. And um, she was on a drug called PCP. Sherm, I don't know if anybody's familiar with that, but it's like um, body involvement. I don't even know that word, what it's called, but it's for dead bodies. Um, she was on that drug really, really heavy. So we end up getting, uh, going into the foster system, but we end up going with our grandparents. But we were still in the system, having to go to court, children's court and all that stuff. So basically my mama lost us as kids. And then she gave, so that separated me and my brother because we went to our grandmother's. I went to my mom's mom and my brother went to his dad's mom. Um, then my mom got pregnant with my other brother who name is Jaquan. And she was um, out at a club partying when she was very, very big, pregnant with his stomach, pregnant. She was pregnant. Um, she had him in, in her stomach and she was pregnant. She was very, very big. And she was out at the club partying with my cousins. Make a long story short, she got shot. Um, when she was about six, seven months with my brother pregnant in her stomach, 
and they both survived. Um, so my brother is a very blessed, blessed child. Um, and the reason why they both survived is because my mom was high off PCP. So the drug somehow ricocheted the bullet away from her heart and she ended up surviving and also my brother survived. Then she ended up giving birth to um, my brother, Kiran, and she was so high off drugs that during her birth, they immediately um, could not let my mom keep custody of him. So my great grandmother came and took custody of my brother, Kiran. And then my, my mom had my little brother, Lydell. We call him BJ and he's the baby. And um, she just never was in her right state of mind. So my stepdad, uh, my brother's dad, he ended up taking him and raising him. And now we're all grown and we all have entered each other's life because we we all want to be a part of each other's life. So the devil has been trying to make sure that we stay disconnected. And um, I pray really so I pray hard, you know, for this, for us to come together, me and my brothers. And I started this prayer really um, when I was a kid. Um, it, it grew with me and I kept the prayer and I continued to pray for one day for me and my brothers to be in the same household. So if any of my brothers call me, I am there like so fast, so quick, so fast. But lately I noticed that since we've been coming together, the devil has been trying to find ways and schemes of you know, us not getting together and us not being together and, you know, messing with our minds, our memories and feelings, emotions being brought up and pent up. So when it's make a long story short, me and my brother end up having like some words, but it got settled really, really fast. Um, and that squashed that. But then later on that night, <clears throat> the devil tried it with my other two brothers and it really, really ticked me off because I, I knew that the devil was trying to interrupt God's plan. But one thing about God's plan, it is solid. And the only thing that I should do when it comes to his plan is trust that he will see a way out. So when I see the message and it talks about maturity and dependency, me and my brothers never, ever, ever grew up depending on anybody. Um, the person that who we do depend on just so happened to be my stepdad and it was our grandmothers. Um, and unfortunately, all of our grandmothers passed away. So we don't have our grandmothers. My brother don't have his mom, his dad, mom. I don't have my mom, mom. And my brother, Kiran, do not have my great grandmother who had him since he was born. So we all of our grandmothers passed away. And so that leave us to form our immediate family. So we do have a really huge family, um, but for my mom's family, it, it, it leaves us to do the job. So <clears throat> we have been coming together lately and we've been establishing our relationship and establishing a bond and making sure that we understand and talk with each other. And it's crazy because the devil tried it really, really hard, not one day, but two days in a row. And it just so happened to be these past two days that just went by. Um, he tried it on Tuesday night and he also tried it Wednesday. So I just know how, when the message say, um, 
fearful, anxious thoughts melts away in the light of God's presence. This is really, really true because in the heat of any moment, especially me, nobody can yell at me or talk crap to me without me really getting offended. Um, but when it comes to my brothers, I tend to try to step back and listen and make sure that I'm not overriding them and trying to bully or anybody trying to bully the situation. And since we never ever grew up together, we all have this resentment of independency of doing stuff on our own and, you know, not allowing anybody to disrespect us. It doesn't matter who it is. It could be our mom, our dad, each other. Um, we really would get offended and we'll be ready to fight. So the devil has been busy trying to pull me and my brothers apart since we've been trying to come together. And mind you, we never stayed in the same household together. So um, I was just very heartbroken over just seeing how the devil was trying to come and cause havoc on the situations that me and my brother are trying to form. So um, reading the message and seeing the message and actually believing that when I hold God's hand and I talk to God and I thank him and I honor him and I praise him, he reassures me that he's still with me. He's with me and my brothers and he's not going to let up. So when they say, Dependency is seen as immaturity. Neither one of my brothers will depend on anybody. We didn't grow up like that. We grew up getting it on our own. And so now it's actually the three older ones. So me, Jaquan, and Robert really grew up getting it on our own. Jaquan, I mean, Kiran and BJ really, um, they're still they're still young. They're babies. They're, what, eight, um, 18 and 21. So they really depend on my dad and they depend on us, which is totally fine because we are supposed to help each other. We're family. Um, so now I've been trying to teach my little brothers how the real world works. And of course, we're going to be there for them when they fall, but definitely push them to do more for themselves. And it's just been crazy these past couple of days. So the devil is real and the devil does not like God's plan for your life. And what I've noticed these past couple of days is that he will try his very, very hardest to sneak in the cracks of an open wound and try to intimidate the weakest person who is not spiritually attached and honored by and give honor, uh, honor to God. Like he has a way of finding out how strong do you believe? And the plan that God's, God has for you. And so what he's been trying to do is he's been trying to slip in the cracks of each and every one of my brother's feelings, our emotions, um, how we feel about each other, how we think about each other. And he tries to trigger situations that will cause us to fight and distance ourselves. And mind you, we are all in love with being with each other and coming together since we've never did that. And since we're all adults now, we have that choice to do that um, with nobody holding us back or anything. So it basically, it's up to us to come together and form our family if we want one. And I most definitely want one because growing up as a child, as a, as a young girl, you know, my stepdad took care of me. So I never had my real dad. 
and not really having a real dad to guide you or mold you and show you things, you know, it really does take away from your life. Um, and but fortunately, I had my stepdad who will be there for me, who if I called him and needed anything, he would be there for me. Um, but I didn't really have my mom growing up and my grandmother raised me. So I think just growing up really tough and having to witness seeing things and knowing things and it really messes you up as you get older and it it messes with your feelings and your emotions and how things can be and what we do is we tend to put up a shield and you put up this shield a barrier of protecting yourself and always being tough and always making sure that you can handle it uh whatever comes your way um but doing that causes a person to have a breakdown um, and it really just, it brings everything into perspective when you realize that I'm not as strong as I thought I was and, you know, I'm not as wise as I thought I was and I know I'm only getting this far by the grace of God because literally if it was up to me, I'm too weak to do this. So when I saw the message, hold my hand and trust, God is basically telling me, you know, Wantrell, I'm proud of you, um, for sticking to my plan, not making a plan for yourself, but allowing my plan to unfold in your life. And that's what he's been doing lately. So for the first time in my family's history, me and my brothers stayed at my brother's Robert house. And it was for the first time that we've done that. And I, it, it, it just felt really, really good. It felt so good. And it just amazed me how God works and how he worked in my life. So the days before that, the devil tried it. The devil tried it with me and my little brother, then he tried it with my other two brothers. Then God <laughs> reassured me that even though the devil can try it, his his weapon just would not, it would not prosper. You know, nobody said that the weapon wouldn't form, but he did say it wouldn't prosper. And I actually watched God make sure that the weapon didn't prosper on our life. So he took something negative and we got a positive out of it. And it's so funny that the situation is happening now that I'm this age and I'm older. And I'm just very honored to be able to communicate with my brothers and explain to them certain situations. Because it took me three years to heal from being traumatized from my whole entire childhood life. Even as an adult, you, you never really get over what happens to you as a child or what you go through as a child or all the experience you, you go through as a child. You never really get over it until you actually meet face-to-face -face with it and, and go head on. So the scripture that I have for today, um, for June twenty, June 24th message, is uh, it's from Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. It says, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the world. I'm sorry. It says, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. And this is also true. We, I was once in darkness. Everything about me that came out my mouth was very evil, was very, you know, nonchalant. I didn't care. You couldn't talk to me different. I would want to fight you like I was living in darkness you guys but now I'm living in the light of the Lord and when my brothers talked to me when we had a talk the other day my brother looked at me and he says I'm very proud of you 
being able to shed light on us and our situations and bringing us together. We look up to you and, you know, it just really melted my heart, you guys. Because I, I am my brother's keeper. And growing up, when I was young and I was out in the streets and I was doing what I was doing, and I would go by my dad's house and my two little brothers would come running outside and the excitement that they had on their face every time they saw me because they knew that I was gonna give them some money. You know, when you go see your older brother or sister and they shoot you a couple bucks, it never felt with me every time I went to my dad's house my little brothers would come out, happy to see me. And of course, I was going over to my dad's house to pick up money. That was the only reason. It's never, it never was like me really going over there to spend time or being with them or doing anything like that. So I would just go to my dad's house to pick up money and, you know, so I can do whatever I want. And I would see my little brothers and I will give them money. And it's just memories that they never forgot. So now that we're older... It's just by the grace of God that we are coming together and you guys holding God's hand through whatever it is that you're going through, your moments, your situations, whatever it is. He really will make sure that you come out, come out of whatever it is that's holding you hostage or keeping you in the darkness. And I'm very honored that God is doing that for me and he has doing that for me and my brothers. So... You girls and guys, my family in Christ now have been rocking with me this week. And I'm very honored that you guys listen to this podcast <laughs> because this podcast is a healing mechanism for those who are dealing with problems and situations that they never healed from and darkness and family relationships that they never healed from. So we will praise God and we will thank him and we will honor him until the day he calls us home. And I'm very honored for that. So just remember that I'm not perfect, you're not perfect, and God loves you and I love you too. Mwah.